Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, it be Tuesday, October 8. My sister hasn't checked in yet. Um, I still am having some difficulty getting your emails, but uh, keep sending them because strangely they're popping up on another account I have, which I can check on my phone. It don't make no sense, uh, but whatever. I had uh, texted Susan pretty late last night saying, hey, uh, heads up, uh, let's keep it, uh, you know, lighter tomorrow. Uh, I can't take, I need a break, I think I said. <laughs> I just, because yesterday's show so depressed me. I mean, I walked out of here like, the weight of the world on my shoulders. And um, and I wake up to this in the Wall Street Journal. Today's politics may be bad for your health. No kidding. I, I love the things that, you know, quote studies being done that you know I mean like hello of course we know that like that one the other day that was in the science section I was just going to keep it light and then of course this obstruction happened this morning uh, with uh, the failure of Ambassador Sondland to show up um, Susan are you there yeah I'm here I'm sorry my uh Everything was acting up exactly at the wrong time. Okay, <laughs> I understand. So I was just telling everybody how I had said to you, you know, we want to keep it a little lighter today. I can't take much more. I know, and then what do I hear but you talking about obstruction? <laughs> well, because, wait, I just want to say a few I assume things. we aren't discussing your bowel movements, no, so what are you no. talking about? I don't have a problem with obstruction in that area. Uh, I just have to do, did you see the tweet? I'm sorry, I just have to do it. This one freaked me out because it sounds like a total crazy person. Um, no, I don't, I don't but, read his tweets. Okay, but I don't I'm either, but they to. come. So, but t- so tell me about them. them. Hey, okay, tell so me about it. Here it is. This was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday at 11.30 a.m., he got, this, this is probably must have been the 20,000th tweet of the day at that point. And he says this. As I have stated strongly before, and just to reiterate, if Turkey does anything that I, in my great... Oh, Susan? Hello? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah, I'm here. Who are you talking <laughs> to? Are you talking to somebody? No. Oh. As I have stated strongly before, and just to reiterate, if Turkey does anything that I, in my great and unmatched wisdom, consider to be off limits, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. Yeah, so let's just send the whole government home, because he can do it. My in my great and unmatched wisdom, wisdom, right? What does he think he is? Oh, I mean, he is, he is, a, he's okay. delusional, he's That's... delusional. Okay, so I did want to get that out there because that tweet literally made my blood run cold. It was like, well, it, that's a crazy. Well, excuse me, but why shouldn't he feel that way if if the Republicans are sitting around here and saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, you're right, sir? Mm hmm. Well, I mean, everybody it's, waits because this guy's coming down. He's I know, I know. Down. I don't see why you're so unhappy. I wake up every morning for the first time in years with a a sort of grin on my face. Yeah. I can't wait to find out what happens the next day. Yeah, but the day. problem is, is the damage that will be done before he goes down. It's it, and the damage oh, no, that has terrible been, damage, the irrevocable damage that has already been done. Anyway. You Already saw the, been done. You Why saw, should anyone ever think of the United States the same way again? Because now us. they know right. the dreadful truth. Joke. Yeah, right. They're just one election away from a banana republic again. Right. 
Exactly right. So um, the the other good news is the quick turnaround in public opinion on this. Um, yeah, you might not. Well, I'm not surprised about yeah, that you might at not all. Remember this really is right. Watergate, this is open and shut. Watergate. It took um, months and months and months and months and months for public opinion to get where it already is after a few weeks of the impeachment inquiry into this idiot. Um, not surprisingly, more than 80% of Democrats support impeachment and conviction. But here's the weird one. 30% of Republicans in this poll supported impeachment. Mm-hmm. One in five Republicans supported conviction, removal. Yeah. 57% of independents support impeachment and 49% of those support removal. That is incredible. And, and you Given, don't even know why they don't support removal. It might be because they don't want Pence as president and they'd rather hang on for the election. Or you know, they, they mean, just want to see more facts, which we can't see because of the constant impeachable obstruction, obstruction of justice. Right. Now, if and this, by the way, you you did see the correction that it wasn't the uh, the administration per se, Trump per se, of the White House, but the State Department. It was, it was Pompeo that, that well, forbid him. It, well, it was Pompeo yeah. doing it for yeah, it's the, Trump and himself. These guys are all going to jail. I know they're going to jail. I, I, my my favorite theory that I'm hearing is that. McConnell is actually in there uh, negotiating both Trump and Pence's. Uh, um, he wants uh, Pence to retire, put Rooney, uh, Romney in as vice president, and then Trump resigns. Well, they don't Anything get to. They don't to get, get to do not that. to get Pelosi. Yeah, as, no, they as, don't. That's bullshit. If that's happening. Because the next president would be, if Pence and Trump are there, is Nancy Pelosi, right? That's the way the Constitution, right. which these people don't seem to have ever Well, read. no, not if, they, not if the positions change before things happen. Then you have another uproar. All right. Okay, so this is why I didn't want to talk about this shit. Let's not. Well, I th- see, at this point, I think this is amusing because we're discussing them, how the various ways in which it comes tumbling down. And I don't care. I know that there's terrible damage, but at some point it's got to come tumbling down. And therefore, the sooner, the better, the less damage. OK, I got to tell I you think something. We, we, I, what? This is uh, more personal. Um, last week, uh, last Thursday, I went to this um, uh, comedy musical review called Off the Record that the uh, local reporters and actors in town put on. Um, and it benefits the food bank, and we've been doing it for 19 years. And um, I am a su- big supporter of this, so I get VIP tickets, which means I get to go to this party in the back before the thing starts. So I get there to the Biome Theater, and I'm walking into the back, VIP, and I am greeted by a lovely young woman who uh, wants wants proof that I'm a VIP, although I can see from the look on her face, she recognizes me. And she gets this big smile, and she said, Oh, my God, you're Lynn Cullen's sister. I'm going to send well, you a... Well, ain't that a revolting development? <laughs> no, it was so cute. And here's why it happened. I never... I'm never wear your glasses. Right. I'm never publicly wear. So here's what I look like. I'll get my glasses on. And because she'd never seen me in glasses, but she's R- seen you right. in glasses, she just... Isn't, isn't that interesting? Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's what That's she saw. That's the difference that glasses make. Right. Here's what she saw. Oh, you're Lynn Cullen's sister. And I. <laughs> so I said, no. Ah, 
I'm Lynn Cullen. Wow! So she was so cute. She had been listening to the show, Susan, for... She looked too young to have listened for as long as she said she had, but uh, radio and and television. And then... Um, so we took selfies and pictures together. I'll send you one. She's so cute. But I wanted to tell you that we were recognized. Okay. Well, we were recognized. You you were recognized as me inappropriately. <laughs> I thank you. I that's a compliment. I appreciate it. <laughs> ah, sister. Oh God, that was too funny. Um, okay, so <laughs> I had to tell you that. Uh, Okay. Well, it does amuse me. Well, I knew it would, and I intended to immediately send it to you, and then, I, of course, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. And then I got, a, um, I got uh, one of the pictures sent to me from a, a, a longtime listener, Chris, who sent it to me and says, Lynn, this is my niece. I heard she thought yeah. you were Susan. I'm so sorry I missed it. And well, he knew it was an insult. She, she. And she also knew it was an, um, she wanted a review of the show. He wanted, she wanted a review of the show. And I, I, it was wonderful. It really was. I, you know, it's so long from now. Now I can't, but I laughed so loud. La- I needed that so badly. That was a night of great laughter. And I had been so bummed and had told the friends I went with, I don't want to go. I can't take it. And then I realized that I always laugh at these things. And uh, sure enough. Yeah. You can't, you can't lose your joy, Lynn. I mean, no. Right. You know, the creeps win if you lose your joy. That's right. That's right. That's right. So that was great. I met another wonderful woman who I also have an email from um, in you know, I was, I must have been drinking because I met her and then she said she was a docent at the Heinz History Center and I must have said, actually I do remember saying, oh my God, see, that's something I should do. Uh, you know, I keep thinking, what do I do in my semi-retirement? Shouldn't I do Yeah, you should like be a that? docent, right? No, yeah, let's see, well, you'll end up doing what I do. No, I won't. <laughs> So she wrote, and I said, write me, write me, write me, and remind me of this, and blah, blah, blah. And then she, she did. Uh, her name is Marty. She, she wrote me, and she said, so let me know if you would like to meet and talk about it. I will tell you that the training is extensive <laughs> and time-consuming. And I thought, uh. But I'm sure that that's true. I mean, if you well, are, you have to you have, have to educate to yourself and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't know if I want that kind of. Time no, that's to... why I ex docent for anything right out of my vocabulary because yeah, but, I I. But wouldn't it, I mean once you get there, there you are an opportunity to you know, sh- I don't know. I know it's very hard this this making a whole new life for oneself. It's very difficult. Oh. Well, so anyway, there was all that and that all happened as a result of uh of going to the show. Um let's talk really, let's keep this lighter, okay? So, um let's talk okay. about this serial killer. Oh, I read about him. Wow. Whoa! Now, we know what what a horrific time we're in if going lighter means talking about the apparently American no but so, so most okay so we're talking about killer. this guy who has now confessed to about the murders of 98 women um almost all of them i think uh, uh women of color drug users um prostitutes, prostitutes women well, yeah, that would be missed right, right women on the margins who wouldn't be missed there wouldn't be missed, and and indeed they weren't, and he, and he he was in jail for other things, but never for anything like this, and he's just confessing to all of these crimes. But the line that I thought the most chilling was the last line of that article, where they're talking about how he, what joy he gets talking about the kills, and and um. You know, he talks about one woman, oh, he really liked her, uh, you know, and um, 
and and he and said that. Totally oh man, yeah. right? This yeah. is in 1994. Here's what he says. Oh man, I loved her. I forget her name. Yeah, Rosie. Oh yeah, I think oh Rose. yeah. I think it was Ruth. This is a killing. Ruth. Right. Um, almost 30 years ago. And right, and he remembered. It's like not like he knew her for a long time. These are just, you know, right. He would but find he, them and and dispatch them. But but it's what he says after that. There, the article says after that. When it says he he sees he has no remorse about this, None. and he's and he looks at the guy clearly puzzled, and he said, "Well, why would I? God made me. God put me on I earth. Am, yeah, this were on this earth for a reason. I uh, he made me. Is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. God put me on earth to do what I did. He made me. Um, but the other." bizarro thing have you seen all the portraits this guy and he's he's a good they are in his head every single one of them he after killing 98 women he remembers everyone so well that he has drawn in jail these pastel uh I mean, and they all look very different. I got he's dead on. Very, they are all individual portraits of very different women. You so he's bet. a talented. He's got this weird brain that remembers everything. Remembers the and it's in its own way. Want. It's a loving brain. I mean that he would memorize every detail of these women, who were really only in his life for a very short time. I mean, it is such a weird combination of. You know, of of love and violence, and the the nexus of love and violence, because I you it, it's there. Well, he's totally it's insane. Weird. Totally insane, but he's brilliant and gifted, and a prolific serial killer. You could put John Wayne Gacy, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, Bundy, the guy in the wa- Ted, in Washington Bundy, State. 48. Washington State put all of their victims together, and you do not get the total that he killed. Um, the Texas Ranger, who finally sort of got onto him, said nothing he has ever said has been proven to be wrong or false. We've been able to prove almost everything he has said. So what they're trying to do now is, with his portraits, uh, identify all of these women and at least be able to bring some measure of of, of closure. Um, But they have no doubt. uh, I guess they know about 50 of the uh, cases they have cleared and, you know, Yes, he did it, blah, blah, blah. But the other 48, um, they still have to uh, work on. But um, Right, and it's not, I mean, he remembers so much about these things that even decades later they can go back and prove up his confessions. Well, they're stu- there. But they're worried, they're starting to say that they're, because he's um, he's almost 80 years old, they do think and his, he's losing his, his memory is his starting to going. be a little less. So he's getting dates wrong, and if he gets the date wrong, that that mixes uh, the law enforcement up. Um, but uh, unbelievable. And you know, and in other happy news, there's uh, U.S. gymnastics. Yeah. Who, uh, who, who, just like uh, the 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 big pharma folks, are are secreting their money away <laughs> into foundations, so there's not to and you know and considering the the huge extent of the damage that U.S. gymnastics wrought upon its children in its charge. The the amount of money that they are hiring that they are hiding is 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 ridiculously small and shameful. I mean, it's like under twelve million dollars, which spread among those victims means absolutely diddly squat. And I, it's just who are these people thinking that they're about? Listen, you know, I mean, it's U.S. swimming, U.S. gymnastics, U.S. You know, you name it, 
it, it's there and 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 protected. And there were several of these stories this morning. I was I like you was looking for good news, and I was laughing, thinking everything I turn up is just more horrifying than next. There were several about um, men abusing women for decades and not being punished. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. the pediatrician in Long Island. Did you see that one too? No. Yeah, pediatrician in Long Island. This is an old story. I remember it. But they, uh, New York passed a law that removed the statute of limitations. I think just for like a window. <laughs> I, I that part of the article I was unclear about. But starting in August, uh, victims of these do- of this doctor were allowed to sue him personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem being that not a lot of lawyers are interested because it's just one doctor. It's not a huge corporation with money behind him. He's just got what he has. Um, but this guy, for 50 years, was sexually assaulting the young girl patients in his care. And these, and what happened to these young girls, because this guy was revered and adored, and, I mean, these girls almost to a, one were not believed by their own mothers, were punished for saying such things. You know, nobody did anything, and this guy was assaulting all of these little girls. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I be, I'm laughing in just total horror that, you know, this is the this is what I'm looking for when you tell me that I can't talk about politics. This is what else No, is. well then you go right to awful men. Susan we don't want to do awful well, men. Well I didn't mean to I didn't mean to. I I, I was I was far more cheerful about Trump. (laughs) Okay, I just want to tell my audience, I am again not getting your emails, um, but I checked my phone and I'm getting them on my personal email. Go figure. But they're not showing up on the, my, this computer. What the hell? This has been going on, Susan. I feel like I'm getting no emails. And then four hours after the show, they show up. But oh they're dear. showing well, up. That's helpful. They're showing up in real time on my phone, but not the Lynn at PGH City Paper account on my personal account. Does that make any sense at all? No. Well, um, uh, they don't have the same email. No. Um, although I have it so that. Things from it shows up. P- it, PGH it City show Paper up. Okay. show up on my phone. Uh huh. Okay. Well, City Paper's email is messed up. What can I say? <laughs> well, that's what I guess it is. I don't know what else to do. But so I'll be checking. Well, don't look I'm, at look at your phone. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's what I was doing. I'm looking at my phone. Um. Well, you see, I, I being a good sister, um, do not watch us as you're talking because it's disruptive because right. of the delay. Right. And also because um, I, just looking at my own picture upsets me. <laughs> so well, I did. I, I watched. I watched. We, why don't we use your avatar that you do? Okay. Well, I'll send it to you. You want my angry avatar, right? No, I want your. I don't know how many avatars. You you want my you want just my regular one, yeah. my regular one. Okay. 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 Well, I can do all sorts of them now because of because of that weird phone thing. But okay. <laughs> okay. So I want to. Um, oh. I want to remind you of um, something that you got uh, upset about when you were here in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's a, that should work well. Go ahead. How's your finger, by the way? It's still twice the normal size. My, she was walking her dog and my dog, and the my dog darted or something and dislocated her finger. It's still really rather red. badly. Well, no, it's still twice its normal size. I can't get uh, between the second uh, between my uh, the two uh, knuckle between the two joints of right. the finger. 
it's uh, it's um, it's a little banana-like, but it's straight, and I can bend the whole thing. So you figure eventually it'll come around. I hope. Right. I can't wear any jewel. No, no, no. I'll have to get all new jewelry for that hand. <laughs> I don't if think it stays so, this way. If it stays this way, but I, I do have one ring, and that I was that that fits because it was because it was my father-in-law's beautiful wedding band, and it's absolutely beautiful. So maybe I'll just put that on my finger. Okay. Well, the reason I thought of your finger is I this subject I wanted to bring up was um, one that uh, as you were walking the dogs in uh, the neighborhood, uh, you saw signs on people's lawns that oh, yeah. just enraged yeah, I got, you. I, I mean, really you went got, nuts. I, you went nuts. And I see them every, all the time. So I keep thinking when I see them, I should bring this up so that you could... And that you might not remember what the sign said. I remember. I remember what, what it was. The sign say? It was... Uh, what was what's the name of this girl? Okay, well, Ellis. 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 Yeah, and, and Ellis girl lives here. That's the sign. And Ellis girl lives here. And yeah, you're right. I went nuts because I think it because it was wrong on so well, let's many just different explain levels. What Ellis is? Ellis is a very pricey private girls' school. Um, on Fifth Avenue in the East End, and um, in my neighborhood, there all of a sudden this year popped up uh, on one person's lawn. An Ellis girl lives here, and I remember when I first saw it, I thought, "Who gives a shit?" I mean, I just sort of thought, like, "Well, why would you? What's the point?" And then, like two days later. Next door to that house pops up another one. So two right in a row. An Ellis girl lives here. An Ellis girl lives here. Susan saw it and went berserk. Now explain your berserkness. I I sort of thought. Okay. My my initial berserkness. Um, I mean, as I said, it, it was so multi-layered that I couldn't, I couldn't tell you which of the ones um, I, I considered more important. I consider them all important. The first one is, in this day and age, that's tantamount to putting on Facebook a picture of your little girl and saying, meet me at this park at 2 o'clock. It's just stupid. You don't want to advertise that you have a small, elementary, rich little kid living there. Okay, that's I just think from a safety point of view, it's stupid. Second of all, it is it also says an Ellis girl lives here and that's the parenthetical underneath it is. And you don't. Yeah, there's and a there's a kid isn't smart enough to get in. Yeah. And you're we're better than you. So, no, it's you know, not on smart that enough, level, it's 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 rich enough. I mean, it's not it's rich enough. Yeah, it's rich enough. Right. Uh, we are better than you, it says, which I, um, which is also, you, you know, you might very well be. I have no way of knowing, but I've always been brought up to uh, believe that it is extremely poor taste. Well, let's think of to what they're... Publicize, your to wealth publicize your, your wealth okay. and your standing and, okay. and your being better than others. Okay. That's very low class. But here's the thing. I'm trying to understand why they put it up. So now I think they put it up not to do that. They put it up because the school must want them to put it up. Yeah? To the school advertise welcomes, the school. welcomes them when they're accepted with that sign. Now let me let me explain. In Chicago, we have those signs all over the place. A proud, you know, Jan member, a proud of it. But here's the difference. It's the public schools. <laughs> well, you don't see any signs like that around here. It should be the it's public the public schools. schools. You know, it's people supporting their public schools. So the schools do give them to you. Be proud. You're in a good public school. That's a totally different message. Yeah. And I had driven, when I was with you, I had driven by that school, and we had discussed it. I noticed it first because the name is the name of my grandson. 
So, right. you know, I, I, it stuck in my head. And, and then I asked you about the school, and then I started seeing the signs on my walks. And then I had all of these reactions. I don't, I, I just don't, you know. Okay, you think it's stupid. If you aren't a public school, if everybody can't get in there, then what you are doing is, is, Saying I'm is just bragging. And yeah, it's bragging, and it's awful. Take it down. Yeah. What is tuition a year at Ellis? Over 20000 a year, easily. Oh, you know, and that figure is totally misleading. Any school that charges that, um, that's, that's, that's what you pay for tuition. You are also expected to give them money okay, I, annually. You know, oh, but Susan, I'm sure Ellis parents would say, but we do have scholarships. It doesn't necessarily mean you're rich. We do have scholarships. Uh-huh. Here's yeah. what I do know about these schools, because I have a rich friend who had a smart little girl, but that little girl had a disability. Oh, they don't take her. They don't take her. No. She has since graduated from one of the best colleges, universities in the um, country, by the way. And uh, also uh, is about to graduate from uh, law school, I believe. But no, they wouldn't take her. They pick and choose who they take. And they leave any student who has special needs, which requires, you know, resources, they leave that to the public schools. Well, you don't want your, all that money diverted away from your special child. I can't. I'm sorry. My skin crawls. You know how I feel about parents today. In general. Well, I, I, this was when, when I first married, this was a battle royal between my husband and I, he being from St. Louis in that very class-based society. Um, he, he wanted his kids to go to private school. And I said, well, why? First of all, you and I wouldn't be married had you not been taken out of your hotsy totsy, you know, Catholic boys' school and put into the public school, which was filled with Jews. We wouldn't have been we wouldn't have been suited to each other at all. I, you know, so I didn't like I, that. Was my first argument. My second argument was that the public schools where we lived were so good that you had to be an idiot to waste your money on private schools. Which was the truth. And as years went by, he used to tell me um, uh, how upset all the private school parents he knew were because all that money did not buy their kids into a better college than the similar you know, kids going to the, you, pu- the public school you know, down, the, down the street got for free. People abandoning the public schools is what has hurt public education. That's all. So any parent uh, who goes private, damn well better have a really good reason as far as I'm concerned. I don't get well, I'll religious, tell you what I don't have. get they religious have. schools because the world is not how education is about making a child comfortable in the world. And last time I looked, the world wasn't just Catholic or just Jewish, or uh, just Episcopalian. I'm thinking of all the private religious schools in this town. Right, right, right. And that, it's, that, and, that, and that it's not just rich their children from, or yeah. just white. And I, I just, what? public education is the greatest democratizing thing in this world. I, and, and the abandonment of it. By an awful lot of our side, liberals, a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's it terrible. And, and a lot if of you're the a stuff, progressive I, with a kid in a private school, I think you need to think about that. I mean it. I know I'm offending a lot of people right now, but think about it. No, I, I found when I in in my long career in public education that. Um, that there were two things that private school parents needed to understand. One is that they need an insurance policy. 
Mm-hmm. And because if their if their darling gets caught with beer on campus or drugs on campus or cheating or doing anything untoward, their little darling is out on their tush so fast, and they need a good public school to go to. Um, so I always I always told the, the the private school parents that were in my uh, district when I was looking for more taxes from them that they needed me. And, and by the way, I needed them because their excellence made me keep my public school uh, striving to be equally as good as what people were paying money for. Well, I, you know, and that was a very good insurance policy. But you know, here's the other thing: then public schools do this thing where they sort of cut off their noses to spite their faces. You know, they they try and be proactive and do things right. And they end up killing city schools and doing other things and not reexamining what our goals with public education are. I thought we were going to You know, and right, yeah, and right now we're asking public education to do everything <laughs> that society fails to do. I thought we can't talk about anything without getting all pissed off. I'm not pissed off. I'm just talking about I'm it. pissed off. Well, we've allowed, we're talking about the same thing, Lynn. We're, it's all the same thing. I know. I got my mail. We took, for, we took for granted what we had. Yeah. We thought it was indestructible. Well, we sure We thought it couldn't be broken <laughs> to such an extent that it couldn't be fixed. That is true of everything Look at, that we're the talking white, about. White people fleeing the cities... Um, it carved out the cities all over the country, white people fleeing so their children wouldn't have to go to public schools. I just, the damage that white folks, white liberals, white conservatives, white people have done is unfucking believable Unbelievable. Maybe well-intentioned, but, you know, I'm oh, a, and I'll get in trouble for it, but I'm going to say that, as as good as busing was for some kids, and it was good for the nation, it was an important thing to do. One of the terrible byproducts of busing was that it killed a lot of of city schools because okay. it got all of the good kids out of this. You know, the the, the active parents, the good kids, went running for the what they perceived to be the better schools, right, right. and they left city schools in a situation where, where they, they had all the special needs drive. kids, all the kids that they came had from all the poor special, families, and their, and their all own the, resources and the, were and being they had, gutted. Right, I hear you. I hear you. We have a caller. No, we're here's the here's ignoring. the part. Wait, here, I, okay, okay. Let I, me just say one other th- one thing, and then you can say to the caller. Here's the thing that the toggle is: all that money went to the suburban schools. Yeah. Not spent on the kids it was meant for, spent on the white kids. That was the piece that no one understood. Go ahead, take your call. Well, thank you, Susan. Well, I'm just saying, I wanted to get out the point, but okay. Okay. Caller? Are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. I knew it was you. I knew it was you. (laughs) Long time no talk. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just happened to be home, washing dishes and listening to you guys. All right. No dishwasher. <laughs> um, you mentioned the Ellis School. Coincidentally, I was there on Saturday. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do, doing what I do, doing caricatures for a party. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize that that school was that exclusive. As you guys were talking about, I was like, wow, look where I was. But I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't all girls' school, you know, because I had like a contract and all that stuff. And I looked up what it was. Um, it was a thirteen-year-old girl's birthday party. But when I get there, there were boys there, there were Asians there, there were black kids there, everybody. And I went, "Wow!" So I asked the mother. I went. I thought this was an all-girls school because these were all her. You could tell they were her friends, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, because they're all joking with each other and very loud. Um, she says, "No, she just ran into the facility." <laughs> I went, "Oh, okay." Because <laughs> I, I was sitting there like totally confused. I'm expecting like all girls, you know. <laughs> so it was a diverse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so this wonderful picture you're painting was not the Ellis School at all. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> 
I was like so surprised. I said, "Hey, they just brought." I'd never, even, I'd never heard of the school until until I had to go there. You know, I actually got pulled over on my way too. By the way, by the Pittsburgh police. Oh, you did <laughs> driving well, while black. Surprised. What were you? What what what, what was your? No, name? no, no. The, the funny thing is, is because I've been joking about it. Is that? Oh, you got driving. a light out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there was a blackout in Oakland, but um, there was a, and, um, but it was it wasn't it wasn't anything except that my license plate was I had a dead license plate on my car. I bought another car in June, and the paperwork never went through. So the license plate on my new car was saying that it was on my old car. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why he pulled me over. Nice guy too. Wait, Officer but why Cardo, would you? Have you why would he know? Why would he check a license plate if you're just driving? I don't get that. No, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have some type of scanning device because I mean it was fast. I turned from Forbes onto you know the one that the, the I can't remember the name of the street that turns yeah. uh, right by the museum Belafonte. or whatever that Belafonte. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I turned, and the they had, there were two two police officers sitting there. And then I turned on the fifth, yeah. and he almost immediately pulled me over. It was fast because I, I couldn't believe how fast it was. And because uh, I said, I know I signal because I signaled to turn into my driveway. Uh, so, <laughs> but he got out of his car and he told me my license plate was dead. So he had to find. He had to. I mean, it's not like he sat there, pulled me over, and one, you know, and checked something. He sat there. He got out of. He pulled me over, got out of his car, and told me my license plate was dead. So, however he did it, he did it quick. <laughs> you know, so I don't. I don't think I was. I, you know, was profiled or anything like that. But okay. the paper. It was just like a mix up with pen dot. That's all that was. But you were treated with <laughs> respect. I, I was like, you were treated with respect. With, oh yeah, with a lot of respect. <laughs> Good. I, I think. I think because I have a gray beard now. You know, and I had on like one of those old man caps. <laughs> you're not a threat anymore you I'm, I'm old the, man I'm, I'm no longer a threat I'm just a, you know, some, old, some old guy on his way to the Ellis school <laughs> yeah, well, here's, 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 here's the scary part because earlier that day I had two caricatures off that day I drove out to a, a, a college called Mount Aloysius and that's like Two hour, a two-hour drive from my house, and I'm all on the highway, and I actually see state cops have people pulled over, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I was driving on that plate into the middle of Pennsylvania, you that know, didn't get stopped. where they even paint the, they paint the roads white with black stripes on it. <laughs> 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 huh. I was, huh. I was like... Wow, I'm so glad I get pulled over out there. You know, I was almost happy that it was a city cop that pulled me over. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I, you know, little Tony has, by the way, I got, little Tony, I got this, and Chris, I got some emails, I think, in real time. Almost. Cool. But he says this, oh. and this is something I noted, too. We're back to the serial killer, Okay. And he says, what's strange to me is I thought serial killers were always white. I have always said the same thing. You never, I've never seen a black serial killer. This well, guy. No, 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 that's not true. What was Melfi? What was that guy's name? With the, the guy with the kids? That, oh, uh, the, guy, the, 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 the guy who was, yeah, a sniper was picking people off in the D.C. area. But that's sort of a different kind of, a, okay. Okay, fine. There was that guy. But overall, I mean, when you start Son of Sam, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, blah, 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 they're these white guys. And that the most prolific serial killer is a black guy just proves the point that black guys have to do it better. You have to do it better to get recognized. Yeah. That's right. I was going to make that. I was going to make that same joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a shame. It has to be that much better of a serial killer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you even get yourself gone. goddamn noticed? <laughs> has to work twice as hard. Yeah, to get any recognition. Yeah. Yeah, because right. uh, what is it? Uh, what's her name? Biles. Uh, yeah. Dennis? Oh, she's yeah. so amazing. And there was, there's a swimmer who just broke records. Yes. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. like you know. And then there's, then there's tennis. 
I was like, oh, for goodness sake. You, People got to better start checking the slopes. No, I know. There's, the blacks are, take, oh, no, blacks no, are no. taking over. Absolutely. Every, you know what? Simone Biles, I want to say this. I have a feeling that she might be the greatest athlete of all time. I mean, that dominant in her sport. I don't think there's anyone anywhere close. I mean, you put there with, the, you know, Michael Jordan and uh, Usain Bolt and and I, I don't. Yeah, I'm serious. Not even, not even close. She can't do. Matter of fact, I think a woman do... Bolt's record. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No one yeah. can touch but, her. You know, she's an unbelievable. That Miles is. She's like superhero quality. That's yes. X Men. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like no, that. That's it's... superhero stuff. Right. <laughs> like, you know, no, and she's and yeah. she's and she's smart and she's um so I mean she's. She's really the total package. She handles herself so beautifully, yeah. um, and and in the worst of circumstances, uh, she's really impressive. She's increasingly it's those kind pissed of off. If you hope for the future, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you were yeah, so I, cl- I have great hope. In spite, and here we are. We finally found something that we could all laugh about: serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, if he's going to be a serial killer, he should have went for cream of wheat. I know. I was, I was desperately trying to think of a tricks joke or a snap, crackle, pop, but you, you beat me to it. <laughs> See, you know, I like cream of wheat because there's that black guy on there. Yeah, the happy black guy. Isn't he happy? Yeah. Right. God almighty. Okay. Okay. Enough laughter for today. Let's get back I, to yeah, it. Yeah, Goodbye. I thought you were Quaker. Thank you. <laughs> that's, Quaker, that's Quaker Oats. Yeah. That's true. Quaker Oats. <laughs> uh, cream of I wheat. I like Sambo. You know, why is, why is it that black, uh, black people got were the logos for it's only breakfast cereals? Breakfast stuff, like Aunt Jemima. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that about? Yeah. Aunt Jemima. Yeah, that's because... It, uh-huh. Oh uh, no! Well, that's no, not no, true. Uncle there's ben. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. There's Uncle Ben, ben and there's and there's tons of um of barbecue sauces. Yeah, but that doesn't count. No, no, no. no. But yeah, yeah, they'll, 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 yeah. Back in the day, they used you know because usually the black servants were like the cooks and stuff like that's that. That's right, right, right. They, that would be why them. it's invoking, uh, you know, the, the nostalgia the, the for the days. days when Mammy was in the kitchen. And taking That's care right. of your kids. Yeah. Yeah. All right, get out of here. Yeah. And I tend to do Asian and Italian food when I cook. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Nice talking Me to you, too. Terrence. Nice talking to you. Okay. Thanks. All right. Say Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Um, so here's another slightly depressing thing. What? <laughs> you know how much I love Jeopardy. Yeah, oh, he's sick. He's really going down. So I'm, yeah. I was watching him last night. I saw this interview he did when he acknowledged that he's really struggling now. And where he acknowledged, we're talking about Alex Trebek, for those who don't know what we're talking about, that he, um, he sees it impacting his uh, ability to do the show he says that he's um, he sometimes has trouble pronouncing. He's worried about enunciating and pronouncing words properly. And last night when I watched, I saw that he was really working on reading some of the clues, where it was you know a little bit of a tongue twister thing. And um, I thought he's not gonna he's not gonna continue much longer because he's too much of a of a proud professional. Yeah. yeah, and I you know I just I can't see that show surviving. I just can't. So I was really sad watching him last night because he's. Eh. Well, um, I I can under yes, it's very sad, but you know. I, I, I disagree with you. I think the show will survive, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. I can just I can point to all the shows that outlived the people that would you would say wouldn't survive. Bob Barker and the and the Price is Right for crying out loud goes right on with Dana 
Ayrton, what's his no, name? No, no, I can't. No. Uh, not Dana. Um, Carvey. Not, no, no, that's the no. other guy. Carrie. Carrie. What does Carrie huh? something? Something Carrie is his Drew name. Drew Carrie. And the same thing, Drew Carrie. And the same, I mean, a lot. all of these shows managed to just go on in spite because the public liked the, liked the game. Yeah. Right. People like Jeopardy. People like trivia. I say I'm, you know, it's uh, uh and people I, like Alex Trebek. I wouldn't say Jeopardy is trivia. I wouldn't. I think it's knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge games. Yeah. A little trivia, but mostly knowledge. Um well, but I, I would say that tri- games that are called trivia games are knowledge games. Oh, Tony, this I, I'm sorry. I, so Tony's last message went to my phone, but n- has not shown up on my... What the fuck is going on? I'm sorry, Susan. I've been like going back and forth trying to keep a... Uh, he a conversation says, going while you're you know, reading your phone and everything? Yeah, but I, you know, he says something that I should. He says, I assume you won't be doing a show tomorrow. You're correct. It's Yom Kippur tomorrow. Right. I'm, I'm driving. I'm, I'm back to Green Bay tonight to do Yom Kippur with Mom. Well, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he says, I hope it will be a good day of reflection. I don't think it's proper to wish you a happy Yom Kippur. No, it isn't. It's like, you know, saying Happy Easter. You're, do you you know what you say is... Happy Good Friday. Easy Fast. You say Happy... No, Easy Fast, you could say. Easy Fast. But right. I wish you a happy day nonetheless. Thank you. We've all had enough sadness and frustration as of late. I keep hoping that something great will happen that will really... You're looking for miracles. My glass remains half empty and I... Doubt anything good will come. Oh, do you see how depressed we all are? Jesus. Yeah, I'm sorry I won't be here tomorrow. Um, I feel like I've been, bare, you know, in and out, out and in, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I hope things, you know, sort of get a little more regular. Um, oh, here's another story. Just the the American diplomat's wife. Do you know about this story? Oh, in London. Oh. The American diplomat's wife who mowed, her back. mowed down a young man uh, who was driving uh, his motorcycle, killed him. And uh, she, was she, done, she was going the wrong way. She was on the wrong side of the road. thought she was in the United States or something, not in England. And... Um, she told the police that she she would stay, stick around, and then she got on a plane and got the hell out. And she's back in the United States claiming diplomatic immunity. And um, Boris Johnson, the horrific uh, prime minister, is enraged and has said he will call Trump on this but you know it'll be interesting to see what happens they want her back she killed uh somebody and she killed a, a and just because teenager. she's married to it well i don't get that you're married to a diplomat and you well diplomats apparently the the diplomatic immunity extends to Family. uh families but i have to say i i think that's a very broad definition of diplomatic immunity and i would argue that uh, it doesn't allow you to blatantly break the laws of the host co- company without consequence well and, that's I mean, what we johnson have, said yeah, that's what he said he said i do not think that it can be right to use the process of diplo- diplomatic immunity for this type of purpose i mean I, but you know, it's my diplomatic. That's not the point of it. That is not the point of it. And he's and 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 we in this country, in recent memory, have demanded that 
folks behaving improperly in our country and relying on diplomatic immunity. We have pro- protested vociferously. I'm, I'm thinking of the, the armed guards beating up protesters in front of a um, an embassy, a dip, a dip, and it was the it yeah. was the. Right. You know, and we weren't sitting there quietly about that. And 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 uh, no, it's. I think I think the right thing to do for the United States Senator would be to back. say, "Sorry, honey, go back." Yeah, here she back. is. I but everybody in the know says it won't happen. That we'll they'll protect her. And but that's another allied country that we're burning a bridge with. I mean, I for what. For this friggin' idiot woman who took someone's who, who life. Who killed someone. And if she did it in this country, I mean, she, I'm sorry, she killed somebody. And I'm sure it was an accident, and that will be taken into consideration when punishment is meted out. But it, she should absolutely have to face consequences for her stupidity. Her negligence. I mean, I. Yes, that would be the that would be the legal term. Thank you. <laughs> Her negligence. Yeah. So that's just another non-Trump story that sort of finds its way back to him, no matter what we do. God dang it! But uh, I don't know. So okay, Susan. <laughs> I will say one thing though, since your dog took out my right hand, I it's I haven't been able to actually box. Oh, so um, what have you I been did, doing with your but I'm, 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 I'm well, I got to work out. I was just thinking I have to work out, and and um, I did tell her that you suggested that we work on my left, which right. was you know seriously right. not as good. Right. And so that's what I did. And so I'm sort of looking forward to looking to working on my left again because I do these great back punches where she stands in back of me and I and it's so good and she was looking at me she says why are you so good at that and I said well it, it's it's a skill that most women develop when driving with small children in the back seat <laughs> what <laughs> You just like you just what? flop off and you went wail away at a kid who's misbehaving. No, no. Was that the old days yeah, way of doing old, things? That was the old days, <laughs> I think. But uh, well, good. So you'll be an ambidextrous, more ambidextrous. In I'll be ambidextrous. Room. Yes, I just wanted to assure you that I was working on my left. But I, I am anyway. All right. Well. <laughs> We're wrapping this up before it's over because I can't. Oh, okay. I thought you were wrapping it up. I'm not not looking at anything. I am because I've run out of happy stories. We did Serial Killer. We did Alex Trebek dying. We did the woman mowing down the diplomatic immunity. God dang. Those were my happy stories today. Those were your happy stories? Yeah. You could have gone for the guy that found all of these Mayan villages and stuff. I didn't know about him. Oh, yeah. There was this guy that, uh, this LIDAR mapping, and I wish I understood what LIDAR mapping was, but I guess it's it's a, a space shot um, that detects patterns underneath the crust of the Earth. Would be my guess. Oh, okay. And so, and, and it's and it's available. There is one map that it's low resolution, but it's available for public use. And there's this guy that's just using these public maps to come up with all of this, um, finding all of these uh, Mayan civilization ruins underneath the crust. Wow. And, uh, to the point that um, they can like count homes. And 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 size relative size of homes to see how income distribution in these communities was. I mean, very interesting. Yeah, you should have brought it up. Don't you miss that one? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That's I think what we're... I read at six o'clock this morning. What? That's what you were reading at six. What? That's what I was reading at six o'clock this morning, which makes it all the more remarkable that I didn't call in until nine o two. That's true, too. All right, you. 
It's now 11 o'clock a.m. in our... I know. It's exactly on time we can hang up, and um, I've got a rather busy day where I will end up someplace else at the end of it, as usual. You'll get up to Green Bay tonight. So, great. I'll get up by dinner, by by, uh, banquet time. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Susan. Have an easy fast. Easy fast. Uh, We've got a lot to atone for this year. Bye. Bye. Yeah, guys, so I won't be here tomorrow, and um, I'll see you on Thursday. Okay? Thank you so much. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.